Welcome to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast, where your hosts, Dr. Peter Bolden and Dr. Craig Spodak, help you go next level with your practice, leveraging the four pillars that make a practice bulletproof. Vision, building a dream team, marketing ninja, and financial freedom. Now, let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Today I am live with one of our magical doctors at Atlanta Dental Spa, Dr. Shavin Gandhi. I actually rely on Dr. Dr. Gandhi a lot for, um, I bounce ideas off from a marketing perspective and, and social media and he's, he's very in touch with the current landscape of social media, best practices, tips and hacks, and he's actually speaking at our Bulletproof Summit to give a lot of value to some of the... Uh, some of us older doctors mm-hmm. don't know social media as well. So, you know, this is when you leverage the millennials to help you, uh, help you monetize and uh, push, push, the <laughs> push the levers forward for your dental practice. Um, and really, it's all about marketing. It's funny how, um, Doc, we used to have, uh, when I was, when I was uh, uh, starting out as a dentist, the marketing was quite different. The landscape was quite different. I, I tell people when I when I do presentations sometimes that I can remember sitting on stage and saying that, that social media had no place in marketing. Mm-hmm. And literally, like it was like uh, because it was done completely wrong, and it wasn't the fabric of our fabric of our of our lives um, as as and pervasive as it is now. And I can literally remember just being like, it has no place. But but really, we were doing it super wrong back then. Back then, all we were trying to do in social media, and this was circa. 2008-2009 was how many friends can we aggregate to our page right like that that was it like that was the whole thing like i have it, it was a checkbox for a lot of us it was like i have i have a facebook page and i have a twitter account and i have it and it was literally like n- there was nothing magical about it and i think that's what bothered me about it so you've helped guide Atlanta dental spas uh, page in terms of you know i've learned a lot and just of best practices and hashtags i've learned a lot and just the, the tech and this and even snapchat which you know i know we don't use that prevalently but it i think it helps in terms of in terms of uh the methodology mm-hmm. right just yeah. learning just learning that whole the whole ecosystem <coughs> and you know snapchat historically has been more of tweeners and and maybe maybe you know 20 plus but you don't see a lot of 30 40 50 year old people on snap um, I'm not saying that it doesn't have a landscape, but that's not where I'm focused because honestly, um, you know, it's not our target market. So I've talked a lot. Yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to welcome you to the, the podcast. I want to pre, I want to, I want to thank you for you and Blake are going to be doing a, a quick, like kind of Ted talk at the, at the Bulletproof Summit. Um, just dropping massive value to help, help all of us move the needle forward with social media. So welcome to the show, pal. Well, thank you for having me. Okay. I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it's nice to be able to share some of this knowledge because I remember the first time I got on social media, I was a freshman in college. It was 2004. Mm-hmm. And my buddy emailed me and said, actually, he texted me and said, you got to get on Facebook. And it I wasn't MySpace. So you didn't even live through the whole MySpace I, thing. I did. I did. But, you know, MySpace... Was was already too dead by the time too busy and uh-huh. just it took forever to load. We had slow internet back then. Yep. It was kind of a pain. Okay, and so um, you know when he said this thing about Facebook, he said you know there's it's only available for college kids, and I was like okay let me let me create an account let me check it out, and uh, you know we got on there and next thing you know we started seeing 
other college students from our respective colleges and and that was the beginning of the social network and it was amazing and you know back then if you saw what facebook looks like back then versus what it does today i mean it's completely different so Mm -hmm. you can see how things have changed in about 14 years um but it's 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 unbelievable what you can do i have forgotten that that it started as just you know from the movie i forget what that movie was with zuck um social network yeah the social but forgotten that it started as a college communication kind of like almost like an intranet yeah just just touching up up with uh you know that is crazy and now look at where it's morphed um yeah that's crazy yeah so um really uh what what we're doing today you know when we look at social media today and we look at what's popular what's not popular you mentioned snapchat is more of the tweeners and but it it, it seems like you know snapchat i I see snapchat as a closed system Mm -hmm. i don't feel like you can access anything any information from uh, that's available on snapchat outside of snapchat right you know you can't search hashtags and pull up content on snapchat you can't uh so yeah so it's not commerce friendly right or or is it unless you're you know specifically marketing on snapchat itself right so you have x amount of dollars the platform seems and i'm not i'm not saying i'm like super tech savvy but like i kind of know the platforms it was confusing especially from a commerce standpoint like Mm -hmm. the only thing i really could do well in 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 snap when i was using it for to to advertise was the filters and i would set up geofences for the filters and Mm -hmm. or, or to show up as something that you could put and so we were doing it for patients but like beyond that I don't think, I don't think the ecosystem is is pro business, and they may want it to be, but I think they're struggling finding a way to monetize it from an ad standpoint. I don't think it. Well, I could be wrong, but some of my stock buddies say that it won't be around uh, forever and ever. I feel the same way. You do. Yeah, I feel the Insta's same way. Insta's everything. It, it, Insta's it, everything. Okay. Um, it's crazy how many people have been able to um, go from, you know, in the last couple of years, go from a hundred followers to twenty thousand followers basically based on the type of content that they've been putting out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, either you're a consumer or a producer. And the people that are producing quality content... Say that again. So either you're a consumer or a producer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so we as dentists, dentist owners, even even just... doesn't have to be an owner dentist. Literally, like, I see that you're kind of branding, which I'm proud of. Like, you're branding your own your own brand, your own mm-hmm. personal brand, mm-hmm. you know, Dr. Gandhi, like, I think it's really cool. I think that that that's going to become more of a theme rather than just like, Oh, we'll all jump in and into the Atlanta dental spa veil. Like you're actually ducking out and saying like, yeah, cool. And Curry's done the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole, but I, I think that that's important that you, pr- that you say you're either consuming or producing. And, and we, I always told tell tell other dentists this when they talk about marketing. I said, look, the, the more you can get your mindset around the fact that you are a digital marketing agency that does dentistry, and that's a little bit of a far-fetched statement, right? <laughs> but the more you can wrap your head around that you've got to amplify what you're doing. If you're doing magic shit in your office, then you've got to find a way, whatever that is, to amplify that across the, 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 the ether. Absolutely. Okay. I completely agree. Okay. Um, you know... Say for example, I have I have some colleagues that are. This is a perfect example because I'll just tell you kind of what I've experienced in the last six months to a year. Um, you know, I really decided that you know what I need to really push my self brand, and mm-hmm. I need to start doing things to show that I am 
a great provider. I am there for patients. I'm there to answer questions. I'm there for the community. I'm there to do whatever it takes to gain you as a patient. And so I have some colleagues that are, you know, just either recently bought practices or um, just kind of getting into the social media or they're just not really sure what to do. And I've said, you know what, you just need, you know, you have the ability, you have content, you just don't share it. Mm-hmm. You know, doctors that are special to specialists, for example, you know, uh, periodontist, um, you know, he documents every single case. It was part of his residency training was to document everything that he did. And so why don't you just share some of these cases with, with other doctors out there, you know, especially general dentists, you know, have a platform where you can showcase some of the things that you do and allow people to see it. And who knows? I mean, you may have patients that run across this. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I think one of the masters, you know, and he's kind of my counterpart or he's in my genre of, of age bracket is APA. And we had him on the podcast. And I think he's do, he's he's literally like mastering social media, right? And 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 he's he knows that like the more attention that you get, uh, you know, from attention-based marketing, the more attention that you can drive. And he has, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers. A lot of them are dentists, but a lot of them are consumers. Consumers as yeah. well. Yeah. And because he's just doing it. Like, he's just a machine. Like, there's, I can't even, every time I, every time I talk to him or kind of d- dive into him or just look at his stuff, it makes me, like, it's the alt, it's the thing that, that social media has this problem is that you start, like, judging yourself based on what <laughs> the actions of others. You start, like, God dang it, what am I doing? Yeah. But I look at him, I'm like, God, I am just in slow motion compared to this cat. Um, well, think about it this way. Just think about it as a consumer, okay? You've got all these people that you follow. You're scrolling through your feed on, say, Instagram. Mm-hmm. What is it that catches your eye? Who's aesthetic? What you're aesthetic? Me, me or you're saying just what, a what catches your eye? Yeah. Um, well, you know, that's the type of question, right? So that's the question that I would ask myself. What, what kind you're of trying content? To attract. What, exactly. Yeah. What kind of content do I want to put out there that will attract um, the person that I want to draw in? And so yeah. So let's let's talk about this because I think it's a little bit bewildering if if you're not very versed in the in the whole social media and building your brand and like. I mean, there's so many things that you can do, and I think it's overwhelming. Even, I mean, you know, like I said, I'm, I love it, and I, but I get overwhelmed. Even, like, people are like, oh, you should do live feeds, and you should do this, and you should do more story, you know, like, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally, I'm like, by the time I get, like, into the procedure, into my zone, I've got a case I'm doing, the last thing I'm thinking about is, like, oh, how can I, like, I'm in the zone of, like, clinical zone. And it's almost like, it's almost like you need like a, someone there that can, like I think Appa's got a, uh, some some peeps that he, literally that's their job is yeah. to just document what he's doing and then they do the production. But like for for us mere mortals, like you know Appa's just you know he's a freak of nature like in a good way, right? He's just a stud and he's obviously producing stuff that's taken in one year he's producing like <laughs> what it take my entire career. Yeah. But for us mere mortals, like how do you recommend? That we get a start. So, while I was reading a book that you recently had given me, Crushing It by Gary Vee. Nice. He, he mentioned in his book, he said, don't focus on creating content. Focus on documenting. Okay. Gary Vee's been documenting everything he's been doing for yeah. the last 10 years. But he has D-Rock. 15 years. Even before D-Rock existed. Okay. He, even when he was helping his parents with his 
parents' wine library, okay. uh, wine That's business yep. on YouTube. Um, yep. On YouTube, so he's making videos, uh, and he was just documenting every interaction he had with every single person. Um, and so, by doing that, you have genuine stories. People see your interaction; they 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 want to tune in because they either want to learn what you're talking about, or they're slightly intrigued by you and your character and you know whatever the topic of discussion is. So. I feel like sometimes we get so, even myself, I get so wrapped around the idea of, oh, I need to create content. Oh, I need to create content. But maybe if I just document what I do by the time I'm done, I can go back and I can tell the story of what I did. love that you're saying that right now. And so when I, and for example. it's all about like literally the theme that I am driving everybody to when we talk about is is storytelling marketing because it's going to be everything and really getting out of the whole like come to me i'm the best i'm the cheapest i'm the it's it, it's it, not about where, that where where we have kind of confused for a while where it's we thought we were the hero as the dentist and what we need to do is convert that tell the story of us being the guide and the patient being the hero mm-hmm. right and showing the, the process so i love the fact that you just i mean you, i know you weren't intending me to go down that little rabbit hole but but the the story is everything the emotional story the journey the whatever right because people can people can empathize or they can um it resonates with them is what i'm trying to say when you when you draw emotions you definitely elicit a much greater response so go back to what you were saying though I, and i cut you off and i apologize but go oh. back to what you're saying about kind of uh, about documentation okay um you know just as far as documentation i would say that obviously Photos, fantastic, high-quality photos. Okay. This is the best thing you can do besides video. Video is what people will stop scrolling mm. and actually watch what you have to offer. Okay. And so, and that goes back to the story, right? So if you have something that you've documented, you can share someone's story, share a patient's story, share a case story. You know, this is where we started. This is how we ended up. This was a great outcome. This was... So video, video is that as opposed to presenting, like, you know, we post a lot of like just cases, right? Just before static images, before and after. Mm-hmm. But you're saying that what stops that, and, y- and you were, you, the audience can't see you, but you were doing your thumb motion, kind of holding a, your iPhone and kind of the thumb motion. And that which makes you stop yeah. is video because you want to see what's about to transpire. Right. Okay. So I want to see that. And sometimes, you know, I, I've also made note recently is, is actually writing on my photos, mm-hmm. you know, labeling things, just mm-hmm. drawing different arrows here and there, and, and it gives people that extra, they're going to actually s- look at your photo and they're going to zoom in. They're going to say, oh, what is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? So it just, it draws them in. Um, I definitely feel that, you know, with, with Instagram, you know, you have a limited amount of um, video length that you can post. Aren't they going to change that? Um or was that somewhere else that said you could, they're going to allow up to like, I, I heard that they were going to modify that, like an hour, like something crazy. Wow. But anyway, sorry. Okay. Um, so right now it's one minute. Right. So you can you can post up to one minute. Okay. Um, so, but you you know, even within these platforms, you know, I, I don't spend as much time as I do on Facebook anymore. Um, I, I, I still go on there occasionally, but I spend most of my time on Instagram just because... I feel like that's where most people are spending their time right now. Yep. Um, and there's there's different types of people when they're actually on Instagram because Instagram has different areas where you can spend your time. 
So whether you're looking at stories mm-hmm. and you're looking at 15-second clips uh, of someone's quote-unquote day. Yep. Or you're looking at uh, scrolling through feeds and yep. you're looking for videos. but Or you're searching. like You're big into like searching via hashtag. Right. And I don't, I don't do that. I always forget to do that. But I, I'm, I'm hearing that that's pretty prevalent. It's very prevalent. And actually on Instagram, you can actually follow hashtags. No so kidding. you can actually, so for example, a uh, couple, let's see, a couple months ago, I typed in, right when that feature came out, I typed in hashtag onlay. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to see what people were posting on different types of onlays and designs and different things. So I just typed it in. Next thing you know, my feed is just every f- every person that posts on about an onlay, if they've hashtag it, I get to see that. Interesting. Comes, the information comes straight to me. So, and that really goes back to what the whole purpose of social media is. It's not just, hey, look at me. It's supposed to be an interaction. So I'm guessing that you see them, and that allows you to then in- interact and collaborate mm-hmm. or participate in the online discussion. Yeah. Right? So they see value, and then like, oh, look at this guy, Shivan. And then you guys connect, quote unquote, right? Yeah. And now you're, and now you're, now you're helping each other. Uh, you know, that's the whole purpose of social media. And that may, you know, but if we look at it from a dentist perspective, obviously the end game we talk about social media and marketing, we want to we want to get in front of patient eyeballs. Right. So if we kind of look at it from a 30,000-foot view, right, so just up high looking down, you know, you've got Instagram, and it's got three major components. You've got the feed, which is mm-hmm. what you your posts, your actual yep. posts. You've got um, your stories, which people post throughout their day, just kind of tidbits of what's going on. Uh, giving people a glimpse and then you've got your live so that's your three and live is the most intimidating it's probably the easiest one to do i wish that i like god there's so many times what i wish i could just do live and just it's probably the live. easiest yeah but it's also the most intimidating like it's just crazy mm-hmm. because you're you're worried you know everyone can hide behind the, the the veil of production like oh i'll just wait until i get it perfect or i'll face tune myself or i'll fit you know like but when you go live, it's so it's so uh, it so raw, and that's what people love. I, I dig it. But how? Again, going back to my problem, let's just use me. Like when I'm about to do a case or something that would be worthy of being uh, shown on social, the last thing I'm thinking about—not the last thing, but I'm not thinking about producing it on 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 social media. I'm thinking about. So how do we get around this as dentists? Like, what's the workaround to just saying like, oh, like you have to be intentional about the cases you're about to produce? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And yeah. maybe that's just my generation. Like we don't, we you know, we don't think about like production first, and then the case. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Help me. Help me unpack that a little bit. You know, one thing you could do is even if you didn't want to. Share it right away, okay? Share it instantly. Uh huh. You could always just take a quick video, okay, of bef- pre-op, what you're about to do. Hey guys, this is what we're um, we've got a patient. These are the this is the case, um, you know, and we're about to get started. Uh, stay tuned. That's we'll keep it. you updated. And so they see what's about to happen. All right. Ooh, that looks interesting. It I want to. I want to know. Starts the story. Um, halfway through the procedure, if you've if you've you know if you've got your teeth prepped and you've got temporaries in, and you want to just um, 
So if you have a practice, so all right, you, so we talked about personal brand. We okay. talked about a practice brand. So, like, f- so let's talk about me as kind of a practice owner. So you're saying that I would do that under the company social media. Like I would just start like just doing that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, show a pre-op. Um, shows you know somewhere kind of in the middle mm-hmm. of kind of what's going on with the case, and then you know with the, uh, a quick video of the patient before they leave. Uh, obviously, the patient is willing to do this, um, and then just kind of give a little recap. Mm-hmm. Hey, this was a great. You know, we started here and we we finished here today, and this is going to be a great result. You know, in two weeks we're going to deliver this. It's going to be great. And you know, when people get to see what you're doing, and if they like, if they want to know more about that, they want they like that type of procedure, they like what you're doing, then they'll f- they'll follow. And it, I think for us, it would speak volumes also because patients that are maybe don't know they're not fully aware of what these procedures what's involved what to do the these entail? procedures yep. they may start tuning in just to see oh wow that's how you do veneers that's how you do um you know on lays and lays crowns um that's how you do an implant wow that's really cool that that didn't seem very daunting at all i think from the get like i'm trying i'm still trying to kind of decipher uh, essentially and, and really help kind of break it up into granular pieces for people because I think starting right. for those for those docs who aren't doing it I think it's uh, putting it into bite-sized pieces is is really important because there's there's doing social media honestly Shavin and there's doing next level social media right so doing social media is great oh we post some pictures here and there we're active right look at we, we're generating cool content but then there's like next level is engaging right like almost like video production, like crazy storytelling, like just that's next level. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess that's what I'm wa- I'm wanting to try and help the audience get to is like how how do we all kind of get to next level production? You know, it, if you're not comfortable doing it yourself, it it would be beneficial to find someone who is very comfortable doing mm-hmm. those things and adding them to your team and having them come on. You may not have to come every day, maybe come a couple times a week or once a week say hey I've got a really nice case I want to I want to do this because I think that once what do you mean somebody like um so uh, somebody that can help with managing and creating content uh, either taking high quality photos which I feel in my eyes I feel like every dentist should be able to take photos of their work yeah, you're a photo nerd you love photography I do, I do like photography but learning the basics of photography and i agree with you i think like honestly that's where magic can happen if you can take good photos but i don't take good photos i don't take photos personally but like our assistants do but like it's quite different from the level of what you're doing i tell you what everyone has an iphone or a smartphone iphones take crappy pictures i don't care what people say yeah but they take great video oh yeah yeah so maybe you don't want to you know go into detail as far as the actual dentistry but let's just focus on the interaction with the patient the hero and the guide the hero and the guide yep you've got the doctor you've got the patient you've got the office team that is there to support the patient in every way i got a question for you technically i'm i'm gonna jump in should you always someone told me that an iphone doesn't shoot 4k until you turn it horizontal (laughs) um you know i have a 4k ability i hardly ever use 4k on mine I like to take video at 1080p at 60 frames per but second. But do you always do video at when your phone is sideways? Is or sideways, yeah. So depending on where I want to post it. Ah. So if I want to post on my story and I want to get a high quality photo or, sorry, video, 
I'll actually take the video on my phone and then post it on my story to social media. So by doing that... Well, isn't that how you post stories anyway? Uh, so you can actually record within Instagram's app itself. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. But it'll only record for 15 seconds. Ah, I see. Okay, okay. So that's my little hack that right. I do, is right. I'll actually take the video on my phone. So if you're doing a store, okay, so you're saying you actually just record the video on the phone and then add it to your stories as opposed to doing it through the actual stories compartment. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, you can do it either way, but, I, you know, I, w the more you do it, the more you figure out the little ins and outs of how it works. And so that's where, that's where I, I can, I can differentiate myself a little bit from the average videos you see out there. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I think, um, anybody that can help, you know, even if it's a team member, that's, uh, more savvy with, you know, I always tell we Craig and I laugh and, um, when we talk sometimes when we present together and, and we'll say like, look, doc, you're probably not the best person on your team to do social <laughs> media. And I promise, look, why don't you, why don't you employ the people who are doing it all day, every day at your practice? And they're like, what do you mean? We don't really have that much social media. I'm like, no, no, no. They're doing it for themselves all day, every day at your practice. Why don't mm -hmm. you actually leverage that, that, that acumen they have, um, so you're right. But even just finding, even just finding someone in the dental office, that's not, that has the bandwidth to even do that is tough. So you almost like, it just gets so damn frustrating sometimes because you, yeah. you, you know, and you really just can't have someone on standby unless you're at Gary Vaynerchuk to kind of like capture all this magic moments because most of his magic happens in spontaneity. Right. Right. And so like, it's really, that's what's been the most frustrating thing for me is you, we don't have the bandwidth or the budget to just have someone just sitting there documenting everything, waiting for magic. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to almost like, schedule that magic which then almost negates it yeah it's i'm not trying to i'm look i'm not trying no, to be, it's, i'm it's, not trying to be it's uh, tough party i get pooper, these but, i get these questions all the time but yeah it's like this is the real deep this is the real stuff it's like we're doing dentistry but yet we want to 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 almost get into that digital marketing agency aspect well and i've recently i was scrolling through my stories on instagram and i saw an ad it was a sponsored ad for a marketing company that was said Hey, display ads are dead. Come, come hook up with us, and we'll help you create video content. Mm -hmm. Because they know that that's what people want, and so there's there's companies out there that are are starting to help people mm -hmm. create story driven ads. The whole storytelling. We're going back to that. Um, so you know, when people see a, a static ad, they quickly scroll past it. Yep. The minute they figure out it's an ad, because yep. that's not what they want to see. They want to see people in their spontaneity. They want to see people, kind of you know, spur of the moment things that are happening, or they want to see quality content that'll help them be better at some aspect of what they do. Um, a lot of time I spend time on on Instagram looking at dental related things mm -hmm. because I want to see what's being done out there. I want to see how I can better myself, um, and then I also you know. I, I sometimes I'll go through some of their profiles and see, you know, what are they, how are they interacting with patients? Um, so, you know, it, it's just all across the board, but I think the, the, the biggest thing is documenting. So if you have documentation, then you can share that 
And that's another thing, too. I'm glad you brought that up is, like, the best ones are interacting with their patients. I sometimes get, as my wife called, sweaty back, which means you get a little bit uncomfortable, asking my patients to kind of, like, partake in social media, which a lot of them are really happy to do it. But for some reason, I don't know if it's just – I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just stuck in my head. But, like, I get a little uncomfortable asking people to, to take something that's super private and personal, which is their dentistry. And asking, uh, hey, can I megaphone this out to a gazillion people? <laughs> but you'd be surprised how many people will say oddly, yes. Oddly, you're right. So many people are really comfortable with it, especially especially the younger generation, because it's part of the fabric of what you know. It's it's it, it's been they've been raised in that environment. But I I don't know. I I just I don't know. Maybe I'm struggling with it un, unfounded. But it's um I wish I wish that that was just more a knee-jerk reaction for me to be like, hey, I'm going to break out the phone. Like some people are very are very quick to do that. And and those are the ones, like, you know, a lot of them are your friends. That Those are the ones that have the most engaging yeah. social channels. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Craig Spodak from the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast, and I am super fired up to talk to you guys about our summit happening October 12th and 13th at the beautiful St. Regis Hotel in Atlanta. This is the opportunity to learn everything we've accumulated over the last 20 years of dentistry and business management. We're leaving it all on the table. There's nothing to sign up for afterwards. This is just two days of intense learning and mastermind sessions. We strongly encourage you to bring someone in your office that's a stakeholder, not just an employee, but someone that's actually following you and treats your business as their own. Because if you come back from this thing all fired up and you don't have your first follower or someone to help implement, it's gonna be very difficult. So once again, October 12th and 13th at the beautiful St. Regis Hotel in Atlanta. Registration is filling up very, very quickly and the tickets are almost sold out. So go to Bullet bulletproofdentalpractice.com forward slash summit and reserve your spot today. See you soon, people. Another question I get all the time is that, well, you know, how, if even if I'm on, on, even if I'm on social media, how am I going to get 10,000 followers or 20,000 followers and be like so-and-so? And I'm like, you don't have to you don't, it's not about that. It's not about how many followers you have. And I get questions all the time because, you know, people, you know, if you see a post and you see a thousand likes on that post, but you see one comment on that post. Yeah. Okay. Or if you see a post with a hundred likes and 10 comments, yep. which one, which one of those would you rather be? Yep. Would you rather have the engagement of people actually commenting and, and giving you some feedback and asking you questions, or would you just rather have the likes? Well, for sure, the the engagement. Right. But to create that, especially from a practice, like a brand profile, it's really hard. I mean, I, we've had several posts that have had like awesome engagement and several that's like crickets. Yeah. You know, and, and it's 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 hard to really kind of laser focus on on how to get that engagement. It's a hard it's a hard thing to do cuz then not only you know we t- I talked about the struggle of having someone produce the content, but now you got to have someone once you produce and post it to actually participate in the engagement. Yeah. 
It is tough. Yeah, like you need a video person, and then you need someone. You know, it's like you got to leave it up to the jury. Cow. Yeah, you know, because because we as docs or owner docs or whoever, like we just don't have the bandwidth to sit there and and be fully engaged in social media. Plus, like if I try and do that at home, like do you know, I get I get in trouble. Yeah, like what's my wife's like? What are you doing? All, yeah. And I'm like, look, it's business. She's like, it's social media. It's not business. I'm like, it is. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, you know, it's it's. It's funny how that works because you never really know. And sometimes the the posts that you, the type of content that you try to, you spend the most time creating gives you the, the least amount yep. of response. Yep. But something that you posted out of spontaneity will actually give you the most response. And it's just that going back to that whole viral video, the viral content that we, you know, everyone was like, oh, I got to have a viral video, got to have a viral video. But... You just never know. So if you just consistently keep putting content out, and that that's really I th- I feel is what's the game, the game changer and yeah, it's important. It's about repetition, repetition, too. yeah, and being committed. Like I said, being committed to the process of just getting in that mindset. You know, you you're you're gonna maybe hit some singles and doubles and strikeouts, but there'll be that ever that that chance when you're gonna hit the home run that will that will potentially enroll that case that's categorically going to change the position of your month or your year or you know or just changing that life um you know so you kind of have to just and and honestly like what choice do we have in this day and age you either commit to the landscape of what everyone else is doing or be prepared to be crushed because maybe not crushed maybe i'm being a little bit but like if you cannot commit to this then, then, then you're going to be left behind in terms of the exposure and the marketing because this is a humongous silo of a marketing expenditure, um, whether it's time or money. It really needs to be, and, I, and and like I said, I've come, I've come really far from saying it has no place in in dentistry to being like, oh yeah, it's like half of our, it's like half of our attention and budget now yeah. is is social, maybe not budget, but maybe energy, right? Um, and I think that's just just crazy because we call it social media, but really, let's it, let's be honest. It's just the internet, as Gary Vee says. It's not social media. It's it, it's just the internet. It's the now. internet. Um, yeah. So give some tips. I so, know you've got some. So hashtags. So hashtags. let's talk about hashtags Ooh, for a minute. Hashtags. So you can post up to Instagram. Will allow you to post up to thirty hashtags, and you know it's nice to have hashtags that are broad, that appeal to. Mass so what's audiences? the purpose of hashtag? Let's let's unpack this a little bit. Okay, so based on what kind of content you're posting, mm-hmm. um, if you have a hashtag associated with your post, then that is how your your post actually populates in the grand the greater algorithm and scheme of things. Okay. Okay. They can't just take your picture and pick dots on your so picture. So it's almost like a keyword, right? It's so a going, keyword. Going back to yeah. back to old school marketing, so like Google AdWords and stuff. So it's your keyword. It's your keyword. It. Okay. Exactly. So you want to have broad hashtags that kind of pull you into arenas. Yep. But then you also want to have specific hashtags that are based on what but they're you're only doing. applicable for someone's cer- like the hashtags are all are cute because you know everyone makes a joke you know you you, you get very cute with a, with the hashtags <laughs> you know <laughs> i know my family does um you know you can uh, but is the only purpose to to present for search or is there more to it than that is there more purpose than hashtags? i i i feel that there's a greater uh it, it applies to the greater scheme of 
um, Instagram and okay. Facebook's algorithm. Okay. So it's tied in there somehow. But um, for, a, for say, a consumer, if mm-hmm. you're trying to search something, right? Um, for example, I had a buddy who called me the other day and he said, hey, I'm looking for a dentist in Kansas City. I said, uh, okay, all right, let me look through Instagram and see. Wait, wait, wait. So your knee-jerk reaction was, let me look through Instagram? Because I couldn't remember. I mean, I've interacted with a lot of people. Is that like a millennial? Is this, yeah, is this, like this is it, man. This is what this y'all is do? My new, this is my Holy new Rolodex. Holy shit, the new Google? <laughs> that was my ge- knee-jerk response. I said, who can I find? Because I'll know if I, if I search UMKC, hashtag UMKC, uh, the school out there, okay, or Kansas City dentist, or I don't know. I was thinking of what somebody in Kansas City, if they were going to post something on social media, what would they post? Okay, what kind of hashtag would they post? All right. And so I was kind of reverse engineering Holy to get shit. to okay. how you know. So this is where hashtags are important. <sighs> okay. So for example, like when we post, when I post anything here at the practice, I always hashtag Ponzi Highlands. Right. That's the area we live. And it's where we practice. So if anybody in the area is searching under Ponzi Highlands. So that's the neighborhood. Just to give it some context. That's the neighborhood in which which uh, Doc practices at this location for our practice, right? So it's a very tight uh, kind of neighborhood and that it's a very well known thing. So you okay, so you're 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 doubling down on the on the neighborhood because all right. Interesting. All right, so yeah. that's a good that's a good tip is to always yeah. kind of leverage the uh, the community Think, aspect hashtag. Exactly. Think about what's in your community, you know, and and some landmarks, different things that you know people in your area would be searching mm-hmm. potentially. Okay. Um, you know, you can go on Google and search hashtags, populate what? posts. Try it. Yeah. What? Yeah, try it. So wait, wait, wait. Hashtags will show up in an index now of Google. We're going to put the theory to the test here. But. All right, we'll look and then yeah, we'll circle back yeah, up. Yeah, we'll circle back up. We don't, we, you know, we are live on this super important podcast right now. Sirvan, I can't have you on your iPhone. <laughs> doing stuff. Ponzi Highlands, Instagram photos. Wow. Instagram populates on Google. Okay. Anything that's a public post po- populates on Google. All right. So. All right, so let's keep, uh, let's, let's keep. All right, so, so hashtag. So you're allowed to post so many. Um, you know, it, it's good to have very focused hashtags as well as some broad hashtags if you want to appeal to a larger audience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Instagram has, you know, nine tiles at the t- uh, when you go through the search or browse section of Instagram. Um, the top nine posts are at the top. Those are the ones that are trending massively. And right after you post something you have the chance of showing up there in that nine tiles. The trending nine tiles. The trending nine tiles. Okay. That's the infamous trending nine tiles. So depending on... And that's where you can sometimes... Just explode. Right. So you can get massive amounts of traction and followers. and Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the way to get there is you have to be consistent mm-hmm. and you have to be, um, you know, you have to be posting uh, a lot, a lot of content. So it doesn't. You don't just show up there out of the blue. I mean, you know, it's super hard as dentists. Like, you know, you always hear this. Everyone hates the dentist, and everyone hates going to the dentist. And like, the last thing people want to do. And, and social media is for entertainment, and, and it's people's escape. So it's super hard for us to get added to someone's feed 
as a dentist. Yeah. Right? You almost have to be just like compelling, <laughs> life-changing <laughs> dentist because people avoid us, much less like add them to our, their entertainment feed. Yeah, yeah. And so we're, that's where you have to be real. I think and a lot of my friends and colleagues have been have almost kind of bailed from social media because they're like, it just doesn't work for us. And I, I contend that it can work for everyone and not that we're mastering it by any means. Cause like I said, we're up against, it's hard. Yeah. It's very, difficult. it's hard and you have to be committed to the process, but it's, I love having guys like yourself, you know, helping uh, push us forward in the space uh, because I, it's just going to become, it's going to become a more and more dominant. And if, and if you don't do it, you're just going to be crushed, and honestly, you're going to look not even not even crushed from a marketing perspective. You're just going to look antiquated. Mm-hmm. You're going to you're just not going to look relevant. You know, social relevancy. You're just you're going to you're going to miss out, and so um, because you, your generation is going to absolutely clobber it with that, and it's going to become more and more the fabric. And so, the 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 old timers and and the marketing will be pushed out. I really feel. So, all right, keep you got any more okay. you got any more tips and hacks? Yeah, so, you know, when you say you're going to start a page, um you got to decide, you know, what do you want your aesthetic to be? That's, you know, if you start browsing around, you'll see different pages. Um, you know, do you want a theme for your page? Do you want to have you know certain types of photos with What do you uh, mean a theme? So, for example, um sometimes I'll see you know, the, for example, there's a dentist that I, I was recently on his page, and he was a cosmetic dentist um, somewhere um, not in Atlanta. And his page basically was, he didn't post a lot of cases. He posted mega tiles on his page. So he posted, say, six posts that made one picture. Okay? Mm-hmm. and it And he had that all the way down his page. So he had... Like one image had nine posts, so it makes one big image. So when you scroll through, you just see one big oh. image, and so he used that to market to his patients. He said, "I'm so and so. This is what I do. I can help you these ways. These are my hobby. Like this is wait, you know, wait. Let me make sure I'm understanding. So you're saying when you clicked on his profile, all the images." Added up to make one big master composite image. Yeah, that's pretty creative. It's it's very creative, but and he can't post anymore because it's going to screw up his, his his cadence. Yeah, yeah. So he would have to post in sequence a whole nother yeah thing. Okay. But his whole goal was that I want my feed to be just for my patients. Okay, I want them to be able to scroll up and down and see all the information that they need to find me to to see what I'm all about. Mm-hmm. And his stories were for dentists. So every th- all the content that he posted in his daily story were sp- specifically mm. targeted for Dennis. But his actual Instagram page was catered to, to patients. Uh, how did he make that declaration, or did you just discern that? He's, he stated it. Really? Yeah. Very Which is crazy because then I know a lot of patients are like, well, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm not restricted. I'm going to pop in there and look at this Pandora's box and see all this magic you're doing for dentists. It's pretty damn genius. I thought it was a, I thought it was a brilliant idea. Love it. So you know, there's so many ways you can do it. You know, if you go back to uh, Appa, mm-hmm. you know, he he cre- he's he's got a special way that he likes to post before and afters, and 
I know we were doing something similar to that. And no, not similar. We just straight up copied him. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but it's it's interesting. It adds some specialness to your to what you're doing. Yep. No, it just and makes it look clean and right, and then it sets your cadence right. So you posting. So if you look at our cases, we our before and after is all lined up in one column, and so it's basically essentially posting every third time. Yeah. We're putting a before and after, which. Which uh, I think it's it's neat, right? So these it's little neat. hacks like make it differentiates you. Differentiates, yeah. Differentiates yeah. you from the average person that's on social media that just has a page. And so there's there's a lot of ways you can differentiate yourself. And I feel like that's that's a word that's being used a lot right now. What differentiate? Okay. And especially. Um, you know, with things that are going on as far as, you know, some of the younger dentists that I'm seeing, mm. you know, everyone's trying to uh, do something different. You know, nobody wants to, you know, copy what the other person's doing. And so, um, but, you know, differentiating yourself for different reasons yeah. to show showcase for other dentists, for show for showcase for patients. Um, you know, no two practices are going to post exactly the same content. It all just depends. Um, so it's, you know, it just... You got to do a little bit of homework. You got to go on there. You got to look around. You got to see what's out there, and then you can kind of create, start, start doing something that's. You know, I just was on the phone um, doing an interview for Owner Magazine and Dentist, and and um, I was on, I was on there. I guess he's going to publish a podcast, but it's also a magazine, and and we were talking about, you know, doing a doing the homework. Right, and I was saying I was giving him the backstory about kind of as as I was starting my career, um, having to really learn the stuff after hours that I knew that would help me position for being a business owner down the way, and um, and I think to what you're saying, you got to put in the work and learn. If you don't know it, I think it's incumbent upon. I think you really need to. To learn. And like mm-hmm. Gary V says, going back to Gary V, like yeah. YouTube will teach you everything you need to know about anything <laughs> yeah. you need to know. Anything you want to learn, you so can there's find no, it. So we can't use the excuse like, oh, I just don't know how to do that. Well, then shame on you. That means you didn't carve out an hour a week to learn because it's all there's hundreds of videos on how to be a master X, Y, and Z, right? And so if you want to learn hashtags, I'm sure there's a video on that. If you want to learn video production, I'm sure there's a video. But here's the here's the rub it's like we want to know what's going to we you know dentists and 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 the guys that i talk to and gals i talk to all the we just want to know what's going to move the needle and sometimes it's hard to figure out what's going to move the needle because you have to experiment and throw throw the darts at the bullseye yeah as and, and find it out i think the definition of a dentist is consistent learning you know we're always really learning i don't know i feel for me i mean it's and a lot of people that I interact I, I, with. I don't think that's the definition <laughs> of a dentist, quite honestly. I can say that as being a dentist for almost 20 years. That's not the definition. You're, I, but you're learning other things. You're The dentist that, that possibly you surround yourself by, yes. But you, you're, that, is not, that is not, unfortunately, the, uh, the culture. I think that dentists can become, uh, I got my degree. I mean, I was kind of guilty of I'm it. Not saying, I'm not saying just dentistry. I'm just saying something. You're always looking for something to learn to do. Well, perpetual learners. Yeah, it's an it's that is a commitment to. It. I 100% agree with you, but that is not <laughs> the definition of like that's the definition of a you know to be committed to the success and and the fact that you think that like I don't have it figured out. 
I agree with you, and I'm going to keep learning and keep pushing the gas to make sure I do. I agree with you, but that is not the definition of maybe that. I'm just I'm just on some no, you're just, high right now. You're just a pro. <laughs> you know what? You just love your job. You just love dentistry, and I I dig that about you. But let me tell you, that is not the case. <laughs> that is not the case. Um, and I'm not bashing our profession by any means. I'm just saying that that. It, well, you get it. You get it. Yeah. Some some of us some of us are are up and down, and there's and there's highs and lows in in our careers, right? Meaning that sometimes you're down on dentistry, and sometimes you're up on it. But but uh, but you surround yourself with, with a lot of go getter young dentists, and I I that's cool. But so you're uh, you're gotta stay in a, the know. Your scope is a little bit twisted. Yeah, you, you know, and and good for you. Um, all right. So what? Any anything else before we wrap? We we've, we've been uh, we've been chatting here. Dude. I feel like I feel like yeah. you've engaged the audience, and they're going to be fired up to hear you talk. Well, at the summit. And, uh, and I tell you what, right now, if you if you if you dive into it, the actual cost to advertise on Facebook and Instagram is actually fairly cheap compared to say like Google. AdWords. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and it's it's I would agree with you the the cost per click, the impressions, the eyeballs, you know, I always contend that, that attention-based marketing, and, and I put that under the big veil of kind of what we do now. Um, I always tell people the longer you can capture someone's attention, the, the higher chances are for a conversion. And Facebook, and if you look at where people's eyeballs are, go through an airport, and I was just walking through on, on Saturday night, and I do this every time I go to an airport, I walk through and I look at people's heads. And everyone's heads are in there, looking at, looking down, looking, looking down at their crotch of their phone. <laughs> they should put a camera on the front of people's phones now. It's on the top so that they can see where it's they're walking. It's literally, it's hilarious, <laughs> dude. It's unbelievable. I mean, I'm not even being dramatic. I, I, it's just uncanny. Walk through and look at where people. So no one is looking at magazines, like not even elderly. People are on their phone, and so like for me. Going where people's attention is not like advertising on the TV or advertising on newspaper or magazine. Like magazines just don't get used. And I actually do this too. I'll go into a doctor's office or somewhere, uh, let's say even a car wash, and they'll have magazines on the table. And so I'll make a game about this just, just so I know. And I'll walk up to the, the cashier, the receptionist. And I'm like, hey, so how many people do you guys see uh, use those magazines? Like and not being like cute and funny, I'm actually like really interested because I want to know: is it just yeah. the airport that I see people going crazy into their phones, or is it you know, or in doctors' offices or car washes do people actually look at the magazines? And they're like, yeah, no, people always just look at their phones. So going full circle, yeah, you got to go where the eyeballs are. Attention-based marketing is is that. So I agree with you. If it's the cheapest cost of acquisition of eyeballs impressions or or clicks is on social then you need to commit to the process of mastering mastering marketing on social media not just not just and adwords too obviously the internet's going to be good but um i agree with you um you know we could get into a whole conversation about 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 social influencers which is one of my favorite topics Mm -hmm. believe it or not I'll, i'll say that for a part two because that's a whole different thing about leveraging social media is is leveraging the macro and the micro influencers that that may exist either in your practice or in your community um and that is something that is could be is just massive massive i get excited about it because it's like 
I have seen what some of our helpers, uh, you know, when the right person uh, recommends you at scale, forget about it. Yeah. Sorry, I, I sorry, I just went on that diatribe. I feel like that was just me just pontificating for like yeah, like ten minutes. Yeah, you're agreeing. No, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, that I was think pontificating. Oh, okay. No, I think that I think that speaks volumes. I think uh, social influence is huge. Well, and let's let's talk about that for a second. The, the influence. I'm not going to go into the whole minutia of the social influence, but like, so you're involved in DIA. I was invited to speak, and Craig yeah. and I were invited to speak. Um, at your, are you involved in the conference? So I yes, I was asked to be an ambassador. Ambassador, okay, and as well as a speaker. So we're speaking in Vegas about Los his, Angeles. Lo, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so we're speaking in Los Angeles. This is over December. It's in December. When uh -huh. is it? December seventh and eighth. So tell the whole genesis of this. So there is a, there's a group of uh, five individuals that actually. Um, have a significant following on Instagram. So it's called the Dental Influencers Alliance. Yes. Okay. And they decided that, you know what? We, we're we tired of the way that we're doing continuing education and dentistry. Let's, you know, we're all putting because out. Because they're all done. I just want you to know, like, all the academies that I grew up, all the conferences and stuff that I grew up with, they're all dying. Yeah. Because people aren't go because it's not relevant information anymore. Sorry. Yeah. And so, and so, these five individuals were all putting out very, very good content, and they were uh, getting massive followings. Mm -hmm. And they decided, you know what? What if we assembled some of the best content creators for Dennis, and we put them all in one room for two days? Would people come and listen to us? Mm -hmm. And so they started brainstorming this idea that let's 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 create an alliance. Mm -hmm. Let's bring everybody together. Mm -hmm. Let's kind of centralize some of this this knowledge, and let's allow people to create their own, uh, to promote their own self brands. Everyone is unique in their own way. Mm -hmm. Let's bring them all to the table and let's let them share their ideas. And it is it is absolutely, you know, um, since the idea has been released, there's been so much traction. Y'all had a product. I actually like put a uh, did a little shout out for and and drove some people there. Yeah, not realizing that like, like I guess there's a cadence of what you're. It sold out in like a second. There was there was a there was a uh, a secret presale. Well, it wasn't a secret. It was a presale that oh. was announced, and it sold out in twelve hours for the first hundred tickets for the first hundred registrations. How many? How many? How big is this going to be? Um, there's going to be about three to four hundred people. Holy cow! So the first hundred are gone. Wow. So 100% it'll sell out. It's going to sell out. We are actually, there's a waiting list for people that want to sponsor. That's awesome. Good for so y'all. Good for y'all. So why is this, so, why Why do you feel, well, I guess we've talked about that over the past 45 minutes, that th th this is the landscape. And so, you know, but it's just so crazy. If you had told me, if you had told me when I was in dental school, <laughs> like, hey, you're going to speak at a Dental Influencer Alliance, I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> No, it's it's so new and it's so refreshing the sense that this is going to be the future mm -hmm. as far as it's going to pave the way for. So it's going to be gonna a pave cool a new style model. too. I remember Blake telling me. Blake is, I guess, the the chief kind of architect of this. Yeah. And so I remember him telling me it's going to be a cool, which I love from an ADD perspective. He's like, it's going to be like a TEDx style. So there'll be twenty minutes of just dropping, you know, value bombs all over the place. <laughs> 
and then tucking out and let tucking out, out and uh, just people leaving people with. So is it clinical, non-clinical? It's everything. Everything. It's okay. everything. So I know my 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 talk's not going to be clinical, but there are some clinical guys in guys. There are. Yes. Okay. I'm fired up, man. I, I have to say, like I'm, a, I am. A, yeah, I'm fired up to uh, to talk. I'm I'm hoping that I'm hoping that I can stand on the shoulders of giants because there's some <laughs> there's some heavy hitters going and oh, that man, are just massively influential so and and like we state in our 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 basically our our mantra for the dental influence alliance it doesn't matter if you have one follower or a million followers it's all about bringing us to the get together and sharing our ideas and content i love it so well doc thanks for uh thanks for coming on man that was that absolutely was, that was, thank you for I having to say me. that was one of my I'm a little partial to you um, because I know you personally, but that was one of my favorites, and I enjoyed having a little. If, if people could see us, kind of, we're sitting in, we're sitting in your, you know, the the, the location that you work at, and we're uh, we've got a little bourbon here. We're sitting in a nice little reception area, and we've got on these uh, dorky headsets. <laughs> and uh, but it, it's it's fun. I yeah. you know I, for a second there, I forgot that, that we were recording, and you and I weren't just talking. So I I love this stuff, and I appreciate you for being fully committed to the process and just educating us all um, on the podcast here. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. All right, brother. Thank you. See you. Thanks for listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Please rate and review us on iTunes or your favorite podcast source. Check out BulletproofDentalPractice.com for video interviews and text BULLETPROOF to 345-345 to stay connected to us for special announcements. Have a great day.